Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ron Slay, how are you, sir? Boy, you should have seen me hustling and bustling, getting from the airport to make sure I get here on time, Dave. And then you hit me with that. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's cool. I would any any traffic violations, I would have just sent them to off the hook. It's cool. Yeah, there you go. We'll take care of those. That's that's what we do is we pick up tickets. Um, I tell you, um, Ron. Uh, speaking of uh, picking up tickets and topics and things to talk about, you think that uh, that uh, I don't know if you heard that Nick Saban retired. <laughs> hey man, yeah. Did, did you hear anything about that? <laughs> that's crazy, man. Like I was actually when the um. The message came across my phone. I was headed into the SEC network. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, dang, this this kind of a big deal, man. Like, but I'm not talking to anybody. You know, I'm not really on so looking on social media at that time. I just got the ESPN alert. So I'm like, okay, we'll walk on in here, see what kind of prep we got got to do. Man, I walked in, people were scrambling left and right, sprinting through the halls. So I, I walked up to the production manager, was like, hey, well. I tell y'all what, man, I totally understand we ain't doing no basketball tonight. <laughs> like just and lo and behold, I did a minute and 45 seconds of live on air. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the check was still the same and everything, so it was cool. But it's just, hey man, that's that was that was ground, that was ground moving right there. That was that was serious. It, yeah, and I wonder is there any coach that during your tenure that got up and and moved um, that you look back on and and you say that kind of shook shook the earth so to speak. Yeah, I can't think of one, man. Not not of that magnitude, man. I, I don't even think like with Bill Belichick's news coming out this morning, that still didn't waver. You know, what I mean the headlines and anywhere near what uh, Coach Saban did, man. That was I honestly can't think of one. Like Coach K's Coach K's was kind of serious. Um, but it wasn't in my playing time. It was for sure after. But I it still didn't do what what Sabins did, man. Actually, uh, yeah, and 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 really out of out of left field too. Go ahead, go yeah. ahead. We're gonna talk some hoops though. 
Actually, Ronnie, yeah, before we talk hoops, I wanted to uh, stay on, uh, do a segment with you on Saban that was kind of interesting, but you kind of made me just think about something, which was comparing Coach K to Saban. I think one thing that that's very similar with them is their willingness to adapt in the sport to things that they didn't like, because we know Coach K did not like the one and dones, absolutely mm-hmm. hated it. But mm-hmm. just like Saban hated the, the up-tempo offenses. Yeah. But right around the same time period, they both adapted to that and won national championships <laughs> doing yeah. it, which yeah, is kind of they, intriguing. They did. I, I think you look at it, man, and that's when you talk about champions and, and people that lay um, the foundation for or the blueprint for what it takes to be a champion, going all the way back to to Westwood and Coach Wooden and and coming on up to Eddie Robinson, John Merritt, um, Coach Summit, um coach coach k the list goes on and on for people i think when you can cross over into different sports i think that's right that right there is when you really got a blueprint because if you go to baseball you go to any camps or anything you always see a counselor or a coach or somebody quoting one of these one of these legends you know what i'm saying and it don't even necessarily have to be at a basketball camp to hear a quote from a football coach like Bear Bryant or uh you know or Coach Saban or anyone like that. It's like, wow, these these guys really got it figured out. So to be able to evolve, that's part of it. That's part of the blueprint. That's in their fabric to evolve with the the generation, to evolve with um the game and how it goes, whatever it takes to win. You know what I'm saying? You you start to figure out how. Now this is part of the game that we're getting to now. He's got a couple of them bowing out, but maybe more so because of age then um, I'm going to be able to put up with just what it means <laughs> to go and recruit a kid now. Um, so I, as, as you know, I've covered college football recruiting <clears throat> way longer than I care to admit. Um, and, and Nick Saban was one of those guys that he got to the point where he could go in your living room. And Jalen Hurd's an example who yeah. running back at Tennessee. He told him, he said, I just want to tell you, I think you're a defensive end. <laughs> Her family didn't want to hear that. They cut off Alabama. I would say Nick Saban was probably right. right. Did a guy that ever recruited you come in with, with such a business attitude sounded so difficult. You're like, you know, if I go play for this guy, this ain't going to be easy. I do know that going in. Yeah, I, I think, man, the, the difficult part in it, Dave, is I, I never got recruited. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Because I, you I, committed to Tennessee so early. I committed to Tennessee so early. And when I was ready to pull my recruitment back, um, Coach Smith told me, man, hold on, wait a minute. Let's let's think about this. And the next day, next two or three days, the whole Tennessee coaching staff was up there at, at Oak Hill. So I never got to open up my, my, <laughs> my recruiting and take visits or none of that. So I really don't know what I don't know <laughs> in that situation. I was always committed to Tennessee. And um, I think that's some some about me, like I'm loyal to a fault. So it wasn't no – they could have changed coaches four or five times. I probably still would have stayed at the University of Tennessee because I was, I was committed to the university at the time, you know, more so than just the coach. Well, and the last thing you would want would be a recruiter coming in trying to take the hard line, so to speak. And, yeah. And, 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 talking, and talking you out of that. I'm I'm curious. Put yourself in in those shoes that when you're 17, 18 years old, playing for a legend like like a Nick Saban. When he comes at your door, oh, I thought you were saying Jerry Green for a second. Sorry, 
<laughs> he he coached under a legend. <laughs> Roy, Roy Williams. We give him Roy Williams. We give him that. <laughs> but I mean, I, just put your you, you're closer to being that young man, and you were put in that position. I wasn't. Of uh, a Nick Saban comes to your door, I think you you probably answer the bell, right? Yeah, I mean, when you when you look at it, um, when you start talking about goats and coaches that are Hall of Fame coaches, I always refer back to my coach at Oak Hill, Coach Smith, Steve Smith. He's a legendary coach. Um, when you talk about national championships, respected on all levels, whether it be pro, uh, college, the amateur level, because what you what he was doing back then is what they were doing now. They were coaching pros and trying to get guys with egos from all different walks of life different ethnicities all to come together and have one common goal and he was able to do that and i know when i first went met with coach smith um and walked in his office it, we, we're in we're in oak hill we're in in the mouth of wilson virginia you know you got the log cabins and things of that nature i'm in small turner gymnasium which is the size of probably a community center um you walk in his office and immediately start looking around the walls and you see the banners you see the plaques of uh, the national championships, you see the rings sitting on the desk. So I, I I understand what it's like to sit in the presence of a coach like a Coach Saban um, when you talk about the legendary status and the aura that he gives off. And you automatically, I was sitting up like, and just listening at 17 years old, <laughs> wide-eyed, like, oh, man, what is he going to say? What does he want? You know, and you, one thing about it, he didn't have to holler. I didn't have to scream like, his legend preceded him, you know what I'm saying? And then you looked on the wall, you see all the All-Americans, you're like, whatever they did, they had to listen to him because all of them rave about him. I'm trying to get on that wall. So whatever I got to do, I don't care what it is. He tell me to walk barefooted all the way down to the mailbox and back. It's got to be some kind of, it's got to be something to it, you know what I mean? And I'm going to do it. So you just, you you go with those guys, man, and, and you listen. And the people that soak up the game, very rare. For somebody to come out of those situations, man, without learning some or um, taking a step towards greatness. Interesting. Ron, let's do a bit of a transition here. Um, I'm sure you watched Tennessee, Mississippi State last night in that game. And yep. I think that if Nick Saban has a wants to do something with his future, I think he should be the director of college basketball referee operations because college <laughs> basketball refs are the worst. Sorry, I I don't know if I'm going to get you in trouble for this working for ESPN. College basketball is the worst no. refs in all of sports. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, no, I think I think it's I think it's a close tie between them and the NFL. But yeah, go ahead. Yes, uh, the, the only reason I give NFL refs a break is because Roger Goodell puts so much on them. Mm-hmm. that it's a harder job. But so last night, Jonas Adu and Toby Awaka both get in foul trouble. Tennessee's playing on the road at Mississippi State. So I would theoretically think this isn't a loss to worry about. However, because it's college basketball, you're inevitably going to run into a game in the tournament, aren't you, where the refs decide that anytime you f- any any bit of contact is a foul. Yeah. So didn't last night show that when they do that, Tennessee – does Tennessee all of a sudden have concern with front court depth because Adu and Walker got in foul trouble and it became an issue? It's been my concern since the beginning, um, just because of the length and the lack of the lack of strength that they do has, um, the lack of length that Tobey has, and I think a lot of times they come out as you see in the games against Kansas, against Purdue. Um, I actually. 
was okay how Purdue was officiated, especially in the first half. It was the second half that got under my skin. Um, the, the Kansas, Purdue, um, North Carolina, going to go, going up against these bigs, you have to set the tone. Um, I, I, I learned watching Rick Bettino, if you use your depth, and that's all we talk about with Tennessee, you use your depth, but we, when are we going to see the depth? I think it's, it's one thing to have depth, but it's another thing to use the depth. And then it gets called depth. Because right now you don't really have no depth if you're playing eight guys, seven, eight guys, especially two guys in the front court. But they, the way they play in the second half of games, if they could come out that way, I think they would be fine. You know what I'm saying? If you play aggressively and defensively like that, instead of trying to play for spots, everybody that comes out attacks you. It's automatic. Tolu Smith did it. He did, did nothing different than Hunter Dickerson. He did nothing different than Baycott. He did nothing different than Eddie. Eddie, however you say his name. None of those guys. So that's going to continue to be a problem um, when you walk into – you got a situation where a guy's not as talented going against Georgia in a, um, a Chihuahua, and he could do the same exact thing. He's seven foot, 275 too. Like, what you going to do? Are you going to stand there and let him get the ball? Are, you, are the guards going to take – um the the responsibility to put more ball pressure so you can't throw it in so easy you gotta you gotta figure out something man where you don't have to make an adjustment every time sometimes you have to have them adjust to you and and i think man that's, that's gonna come from film because you're getting attacked the same way is that is it's nothing special it's nothing no new pick that they're, they're sending the pick rolling down waiting on the switch then trying to get it to no they're attacking the big ain't no if ands or buts about it so you got to move your feet, stop playing behind. You got to exert some more energy, get around, make them frustrated. Then use your fouls in that in that way. Use your fouls before they get the ball, not when they get the ball about to go up and score, giving up and ones. That, you might as well let them score. Just get on back down the court. So I think the bigs got to figure it out, um, and they, they got to watch some more film on it, man. Uh, it's, it's funny. I always talk about the boom-boom room, and it's a joke, but you, you – <laughs> the <laughs> – as crazy as it sounds, the Achilles heel for Tennessee basketball right now is the boom boom room. People attacking inside. So it's got to be fixed. No, and I, I want to ask you about that a bit because you you, you reference the depth, um, but we don't always see it. Mm -hmm. is, is that a Rick Barnes thing or is that a flow? Of, is he still fine? Is he still figuring this out into January? Man, Dave, that's a good question, dude. I've been wrecking my brain all the way back. I was watching the film all the way back on it, and it was good to see Freddie DeLeon get in yesterday. Um, I will say the depth when used has to be effective, too. Like, Jordan Gainey, you got to make some shots. I mean, it's simple. You know what I mean? You're getting looks. You got to knock it down. You got to continue to shoot, but you got to knock those down. You got to knock down timely shots. Um, you got to trust someone else. I think the guard rotation is fine. Um, but when you start talking about the depth, and I always refer back to our guys, my class, and the reason we were we were called deep is because we actually played 10 guys. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it wasn't a drop-off ever. Ever a drop, but sometimes the second five should have been starting some of the games. And this is coming from some of the starters saying this. So you got to be able to answer that bill. So I don't, I, I can't 
figure out is it a lack of trust on coach Barnes part or a lack of production when given the opportunity from the guys on the bench I mean we're two games in the SEC play um I did think that that last game in Ole Miss when you were up 30 maybe you should have got some experience for them younger guys you know what I'm saying like instead of letting guys play 37 minutes 35 minutes and it's cool to let them get a rhythm too but it's, it's something else to for Freddie to get eight to ten more minutes or um Mayshack to play a nice bulk of the minutes or get Estrella in there or Cade Phillips or somebody somebody to get them some experience so when they do get to see the action it's not a shock so I, I I'm torn right now Dave I had to see about two or three more games to see exactly what it is and I wish I could get up and see a practice and really see how they're responding in practice to it but um we can't keep hollering depth and this is one of the deepest teams if it's now going to use the depth yeah I mean you sound a little concerned. Are you are, are you concerned they need to fix this up fairly? Quick? I am. I'm I'm concerned about the front court. The front court is the front court is what gets me. You're playing two guys. You're playing two guard, two guys. We made a deep run. We played four posts. You know, um, and is is it'll be different if one of those were a a Tolu Smith, you know what I'm saying? Or or somebody like you can like they're not that. So you need a combined effort of those guys down low, but you can't, you don't need them filing out. And if they do, that's why I continue to say you need one more person in their front court that's going to spark it. And it ain't got to be a lot of, all it has to be eight to 10 minutes. That's it. And it ain't got to be every single game, but games like last night, when you need to buy some minutes and you need to press, maybe he's the head of the press, a guy like Estrella that's long and athletic, making it difficult to get the ball in. Like it, that was a good change of pace as well. I thought that was, that was a good sign of Coach Barnes right there, being able to press. I don't want to have to do it in an emergency, but if they can come out and do that a little bit more, I think, especially situational, that was really good to see. But I am concerned about the front court, man. I'm concerned about the front court. Yep, I think that's fair. Your State Farm agent in the Chattanooga area, DonSelf.net, DonSelf.net right below, 423-396-2126, 423-396-2126. Uh, you want that claim to be taken care of. I know everybody's price shopping, but Don Self uh, has been in the insurance uh, business for over 40 years. So check him out, DonSelf.net. Okay. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Caleb? Yeah, Ron, why is there such a, you know, you talk about it, the front court, and it is an issue. Why? It wasn't It wasn't like there were tiki-tack fouls called throughout the game last night. It was just in the front court. And it seems like dating back to even when you played, college officials have trouble officiating the front court more. I mean, I don't want to rehash old wounds, but the mm-hmm. y'all Sweet 16 loss to North Carolina, I felt yep. like they called everything under the basket when you guys were playing with Julius Peppers and Brendan Haywood and CJ Black. Yep. All I think all three of them got in foul trouble. Yep. <laughs> and why are college officials so bad at officiating the post? Man, it's, it's because you, you don't know, especially in today's game, you don't know if they're flopping or are they playing strong. So you're caught in a catch-22 of should I just let it go? Is it going to get out of hand? Like, I do think it's up to the players to sometimes to communicate with the referees the, the the right way. I know my senior year, I did a better job of communicating, and I got more calls getting to the line. I saw last night Tolu Smith did the exact same thing. Um, Him and I believe it was – it might have been a walker. Might have been Tobey or it was one of one of the two, but they got tied up and the, the ref let it go. Going back down, um, I saw when they when they came down to um Mississippi State had the ball, came down to the office, they called a foul. Um, it was a timeout. They came back out to the floor, and Tolu Smith was at the free throw line about to shoot. And he walked up to the ref and him and the ref were conversating about the play before. And I I saw it because he was talking about. Man, he locked me in. I was trying to get him off of him. You called a foul on me. What do I need to do? But it's those conversations that help you establish a uh, uh, establish a relationship with the ref during that game that makes him say, "Okay, well, I'm gonna watch this for you." You know what I mean? Because you're open to listening and you're open to changing. If I need to stop doing this, Tennessee's not doing that. You know what I mean? And they're not an experienced group to be able to go do that because they had their responsibility. A dude's not been that guy. You know what I mean? Tobey's not been that guy. Tolu's been that guy. You know what I mean? He's He's been able to carry that load, so he understands. They've seen me a lot more, and he's more comfortable being in that situation, going to talk to the ref. So that's a part of it, too. Um, that's that's a huge part. I started going after my sophomore year when they used to bring the officials in to talk to them when they scrimmage and stuff. You got to make it a point then to go and talk to the officials, too. So you can always remember and have it in the back of your head by the time you get to SEC play. Hey, man, I remember in the offseason, I was talking to Doug Shiles. Doug Shiles was telling me, man, when we was when we were scrimmaging, like this is what they were going to allow in the post. Has that changed or y'all y'all switching up? So that conversation, like you got to play the game. You know what I'm saying? That's a part of it too. So Tolu played that game and he went to the foul line. Actually, I, that's a follow-up I, I wanted to ask, just thinking about it, to, Tolu and Adu, because I've been very complimentary of Adu the last like month. Yeah. But are, is there a concern that he's got a little bit of, you know where I'm going to go with this, Blake Griffin in him, which is to say that if you cheap shot him under the basket, he wants no part of it and he backs off a little bit? Uh, I, I think it's more so of him wanting to use his length. That's his weapon. Um, so that don't necessarily mean you got to stand your ground in his situations because he's long enough at seven foot and then reach out for you to get position and still be able to block your shot. Um, the problem is you're not gonna run up against a lot of Tolu's. Um, so when you say take um Florida, for instance, when you play against Condon, he's gonna play a little different. But when you play against South Carolina, BJ Mack, he's gonna play like Tolu, put you on his hip, not gonna be trying to be athletic, so you're gonna have to switch up your game. So I'm not going to say he's he's 
he shies away from it or anything. I just think he goes to what he knows, and that's his length. You know what I mean? Like the opposite for Tobey. Tobey going to sit down and bang and bump and do all of this, and it's like, Tobey, you're too small. He's going to get to a point, he's just going to shoot over you. You're not going to leap and block his shot, so why not use that strength to do your work before and, and, and push him off the block and get position, make it awkward. It's going to, it's a lot of energy. <laughs> like I tell guards all the time, man, like y'all push, y'all, y'all set the tone 94 feet, but I promise you, you don't want none of this down here. Cause this is a whole different game and it is a different game. And post got to understand that because you don't, you, you got to think too, how many times have you seen this throughout the season where you're posting up, you guarding guys that's posting up a lot of guys, you just guard in transition, things of that nature. SEC, the ball slowing down. When you got a big that you got to get involved, the same thing that happened with Auburn, Janai Broom. You see the same thing. They're going to slow the game down for them, give them the ball. The other teams, you ain't going to see that with Arkansas. You ain't going to see that with guys like Missouri. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be able to counter it, man. It's a different game, and you got to be able to adapt to it. So it's going to be interesting to see moving forward how they handle it. Uh, film. Film. And I got to say, dog, Mississippi State ain't no bad team. Right. Like people got people got to understand that too. Like they are in my top four. I said it last week on the SEC. We're opening up the season. Like I'm, I'm. If Tolu was able to come back healthy, and you saw he is able to come back healthy, he's a problem. Just like we talk about Tennessee with the depth and the super seniors and all of this, they got the same exact thing. All them guys came back: Cam Matthews, DJ Jeffries, Tolu Smith. Like then they added a guy like Hubbard coming off the bench. To pop some pow and then davis and like they got a good team that's an ncaa worthy team that made it last year and i expect them to do great things this year so contrast the styles but you got to learn something from it you know what i mean like it going forward georgia like georgia i don't expect this to happen with georgia georgia tennessee style to overpower georgia is it's just what it is but mississippi state the lock in play defense long athletic and you're number five going on the road in the sec we want this you know what i'm saying so all that plays a factor it was it was a perfect storm for him last night ron great stuff as always buddy we'll uh talk to you soon Dad, you get me out of here i'm ready to roll man you just like the sec dog you cut me short too we can go as long as you want i've got nothing to do today See <laughs> Ron. His appearance brought to you by Dynasty Spas. Thank you, sir. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.